and Tim's always good to be with you. All right, you, you run against Kelly Leffler, you run against Raphael Warnock. That's one thing. What's it like to now be running against Herschel Walker? <laughs> well, I mean, look, Herschel's entitled to vote. I, I saw him just the other day. In fact, he and I took a selfie together. He and I are, are still friends. And, uh, you know, look, at this race, this is pretty, become pretty simple. You know, I mean, people can spend a lot of money in a race, but they have to be authentic. They have to connect with voters. And that's what we're doing. So at the end of, you know, this time next week, we'll come into an election. We're looking forward to it. And then it's going to be down to two. We believe that's going to be Raphael Warnock myself. And then uh, we get to spend Georgia. Uh, November, December in Georgia, uh, getting up to a, the runoff on January 5th. Well, you know, that's an interesting point, uh, Congressman Collins, because you've put Herschel Walker, well, he doesn't live in Georgia now, but if he did, you would have put him in the same position, frankly, you've put me, and a lot of folks who tend to vote uh, on the right and vote Republican. You've put us in a position where, on the one hand, I, I'm good either way. I feel like I get a conservative senator either way. On the other hand, I have to choose between what I would see as two good candidates. I can argue that's a good place to be, but... At the end of the day, it still puts me in a difficult position. You must be hearing a lot of that from folks. Well, not really anymore. I mean, it's early on there was just discussion about it. But remember, this is, the governor chose to put us in a position of having a primary in November. This should have happened in June. And just like we always do, we have you know folks who offer for office on the Republican Party, Democrat Party, and you find a candidate and you go into November. But this was put upon us because of the way the appointment process went. And at the end of the day, I think it's a, it's a battle of choices. It's a matter of choice of someone who's actually myself, who actually has a record, a proven record of doing something and been there uh, in the last few years. It actually makes a difference, especially when you look ahead to knowing that we're going to have to have a, a long uh, race with a Democrat in this race, that you can actually say, here's why the conservative choice matters and why you know someone who has stood up to it for two years you know, I'm used to being attacked from the left. I'm used to being in front of a camera. I'm used to being in front of, of, you know, making the case between conservative and liberal. That's why we believe that we have a better choice in this. And why are will actually take it. Most people right now are coming around and saying, Doug, we need you uh, to continue that fight. Congressman Doug Collins, Senate candidate Doug Collins. I, I, I don't spend a great deal of time on polls, although I will note this one, uh, a new one from Landmark, Mark Roundtree and those folks in Atlanta. And it's one of the first in recent weeks to show you publicly leading. In fact, I'd with 27-23 in terms of your position with Kelly Leffler, Senator Leffler, both of you trailing Raphael Warnock, but, but you're leading her in that important part of that contest, which Republican is going to be on that runoff ballot. Uh, that's a reverse frankly, from recent polling. Why do you, what do you think happened there? Well, I think it, and it shows exactly what the AJC showed this morning as well. I mean, what it shows is what I, I think what people are seeing. They, I mean, it, I mean, literally, Tim, you, we've watched it, you listened to it, we've talked about it. You know, you, there's an authenticity factor here. You can spend a lot of money. There's been $40 million spent in five center left on this race, almost $40 million. But you also have to be authentic in what you believe. I, I've been coming on your show probably now for over almost 10, 11 years. I've not changed. I'm still the same person I was then. My conservative values, people have seen, they've watched. And, and the problem is, is when you're trying to, to be somebody you're not, and we've been pointing that out, I think that's beginning to resonate with people of Georgia. And there's resonating with voters. And so we're seeing that coming in uh, to the election. Uh, we believe, you know, that we got one more week to convince people, but we feel really good about where we're at. Uh, now, you kind of make Herschel's point there. I said, I've been there 10, 11 years. Herschel Walker says some of y'all been there too long without much to show for it. Uh, and Kelly Leffler, Senator Leffler, would say and does say, I'm the outsider. Doug Collins, she'd say, is by this point an insider. <laughs> well, I wonder what she'd say about the governor who appointed her, who's been in office for the exact same amount of years on both the state level and federal level for me that I have. I wonder if she would call, wonder why she would accept an appointment from a career politician. You know, if you want to use that argument, which, I look, I, I don't think that's argument. That's about like saying, 
you know, Tim, you're a bad uh, radio host because you've been doing it, you know, your whole entire career. I, I think what you got to do is you guys you just got to look at the person, you got to look at the experience, and you got to see the one who's being, you know, frankly authentic. I mean, we've been before the voters many times, you know, and, and three times, four, three times on the state level, and now four on the federal level. And you know, people have liked what they've seen. They like the results. They know what our office does. They know how we've taken up for Georgia. So I look at it as a simple sense of, you know, you want the best person on the field to play, just like we wanted Herschel in the backfield when he was playing for Georgia. You want somebody who actually can take care of Georgia in the United States Senate, and that's what we're going to do. I want to ask you about something. I almost said it was something that's in the news. Candidly, much of the media ignoring this story, uh, the Hunter Biden laptop, the emails, the association with his father, Joe Biden, the allegations anyway. I would say this goes beyond the level of allegation. Uh, if these emails are authentic and they seem to be the business with China, Ukraine, what do you make of all this? Where might this be going? Well, I think it's it's a real uh, problem for Joe Biden, and and the problem is is the you know number one just stops you skating, not trying to acknowledge it, but, but you have a real situation that is we've talked about before. I've been working on this for several years. What bothers me is that we're finding out about a laptop that we, this FBI and Dally had last December while we were going through the impeachment process, where this was first being brought up about the Ukraine and Hunter and and Joe, and now we're seeing a direct connection to basically what looks like a family enterprise. I don't think this is speculation. I mean, it's been corroborated. It's been shown to be verified. I mean, the concern I have is is what happens when he's vice president and seems to be you know, having access sold for him. What's going to happen in, uh, you know, what else could come out uh, on Joe Biden? So, I mean, to run for president with this kind of stuff hanging over and not being able to answer those questions and the media ignoring it, basically, that's a concern. Well, and as a member of the media and certainly an observer of it, it's it's just striking. They had no problem, some of these mainstream media types. Uh, did any kind of allegation against Judge Kavanaugh, any kind of allegation against the president or any member of his family, uncorroborated, didn't seem to matter. They'd run out there and run with that stuff. Oh, exactly. Well, the concern here I have is let's just look at also with social media, with, with tech, not only the media, but tech. I mean, they have no problem with the New York Times after however they obtained, you know, the New York Times obtained the tax returns for the president. They run those. Social media was fine with them putting that out there. But when the New York Post printed this article, they're still being banned by, by Twitter as disinformation. I, this is, the, you know, at a certain point in time, this is not reporting the news anymore. This is making the news. This is editing the news. And people need to be aware that this is not, I mean, say, how many times did people tell me early on, when we were talking about Russia and we were talking about the, the stuff with Comey and Strzok and McKay, oh, you're just chasing rabbits. And then every time we started releasing transcripts, every time we started peeling back a, a layer of that onion, we found out that it was real. It was true. And, you know, the media just needs to do their job, report it, let people make their decision on what they want to do. But just not reporting it and, and slamming it the way you want it, it's just not acceptable. Uh, Congressman Doug Collins, Senate candidate Doug Collins. Uh, today at UGA, 3 o'clock Memorial Hall, and let me correct something here. I've been saying uh, about the event this evening in Oconee County, a, a, a change in location. Uh, typically, the Oconee County GOP meets at the Oconee County Chamber of Commerce headquarters. will meet this evening at their actual party headquarters, those on Barber Creek Drive. Uh, it's about a half a mile from, uh, from the QT there instead of the usual meeting place. So that no, Don, that's at 6.30 this evening. Congressman Doug Collins, eight days out. Best of luck on this final week of the campaign trail. Thanks for your time this morning. Thanks, Dan. Take care. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.